listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of four, and the creator of the blog Simple Living Made Simple, formerly winging it on the homestead. I am far from an expert, but I am learning and growing and figuring the simple living self-sufficiency thing out as I go. I love to help encourage modern mothers to incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. Join me this season as I interview homesteading experts on a variety of timely and important topics and share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. This is episode 48, and today we are talking about our goals and intentions and focus uh, for 2023. Uh, It's the beginning of the year, and we are um, starting to decide what we want uh, this year to look like and where we're going to be placing our intentions and in what areas we are going to be more purposeful. And uh, that is what I am talking about in this episode. I would love to hear what your goals are for this year. So um, comment on Instagram or send me an email and uh, let's get started with the episode. In this episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about our goals for the year being as it is the beginning of January and there are lots of things that I am excited to learn and to dive into and to finally get started on this year. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that and um, kind of give you an idea of some upcoming episodes and all of those types of things. So uh, I don't know, I don't typically make uh, like New Year's resolutions, but I definitely have goals throughout the year, things I want to focus on, things I want to work on things I want to be a little bit more intentional with. And some of those could be, you know, relationship, uh, family or friends, or just things I want to learn and master around the home or the homestead. So that's what my focus on is right now. Now, I am sure anyone that listens to this podcast regularly has realized that I kind of fell off the wagon the last couple months. Um, We had lots of a couple sick kids teething it was a it was a little rough there a little rocky for a couple months so I'm back on the podcast will be uh, coming out every Sunday at 8 p.m that's when I drop new episodes and I have um, some solo episodes coming up on different topics I also have a lineup of some really awesome guests so I'm really excited for this year with the simple living made simple podcast so I did do an episode a couple weeks ago that talked about five things that I do when I'm in overwhelm. And it was pretty relevant at the time because I had just came out of a couple months of being extremely overwhelmed and not sleeping and, and just a little bit of chaos in our house. So that was relevant. So if you listen to that episode, then you have an idea of what was going on. But Now I am ready for a fresh start. I am ready to focus and be more intentional on the things that we find is important for our family. So some of the things, so that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about maybe, I don't know, about five or six things that we are, we have um, at top priority goals for our family. 
So the first one that we have is that I really need to focus on is organizing and minimizing our house. I know that's pretty something a lot of people look at at the beginning of the year is organizing um, all their stuff. But for us, it's really becoming more and more important because we are um, we have four kids. So right now we're a family of six and I have another on the way. So we have um, we are quickly outgrowing our house. So it is time to minimize um, things like toys and clothes and whatever else I can possibly minimize at this point. So that is a really big um, that's a really big focus right now. And in order to do this without being overwhelmed, I'm taking it kind of room by room. Um, if I'm focusing on keeping our main areas clean, our living room, our kitchen, our dining room, and we have this foyer area that we kind of use as a, a homeschool room, um, a big kid room when they want to get out the toys that they don't want the babies to knock over. And um, I'm try focusing on keeping those clean and then organizing the bedrooms because everything kind of, if it doesn't belong downstairs, it gets shoved up in bedrooms. So I hope people can relate to that because that's where we're at right now. And we also aren't utilizing certain areas of our house very well. We have an unfinished basement that has a lot of storage and a lot of area that we are able to um, organize and store things better than we currently are. So that's the focus this winter. So like right now, this month, next month, March, um, before the outside stuff really gets um, going and the focus will turn to gardening and preserving and harvesting and all that kind of stuff. Um, this winter, we are focusing on organizing and uh, organizing our home and our belongings. Um, I am doing an episode, I think, it, I believe it's next episode, um, episode 49 is going to be about our toy strategy. I do think I have a toy strategy. It's not mine by any means. It's not something I came up with, but we rotate toys in our house and it works amazingly. Um, I love it. It's really has saved my sanity over the last couple of years. So that is what the episode is going to be about is how to implement a toy rotation method um, for your kids. Uh, so I'll talk about that more in the next episode. So that's our, one of our big focuses. And then another focus is to have meat chickens this year. I would love to have two sets or two batches, I guess you'd say. So like start one set and then when they're done, start another set um, of maybe 20 or so. I'd love to have about 50 chickens. I may have to do a little bit figuring out about where I'm going to store all these frozen chickens, but I would love to have a chicken a week or thereabouts. So I would love to uh, look at meat chickens. Now last year I did a lot of research. We just never really pulled the trigger. So I'm hoping that we can jump in early on in the season and get started because I've already done the research. I already know what we need. We're going to be doing a chicken tractor uh, and pulling it around our yard so that we get the benefits of like a free range chicken, but also not having them actually like free range all over our yard. So um, that's the plan is to definitely do meat chickens. First time for that, but that is definitely a learning experience. We have um, 13 14, 13, I'm not sure at the moment. I believe it's 13 laying chickens. So um, we've got that covered and I enjoy having chickens so much that, um, and the meat chickens are a whole nother ball game. But uh, 
yeah, that is a top priority for us is to have meat chickens so we can um, raise and butcher our own chickens and have them frozen for the entire year. A little bit of food security, but also like knowing where our food comes from. Okay, so then the next thing that I would really love to do, and these are probably more, more personal to me um, as the person that manages the kitchen and the house, um, but there are some other more broader family things. And I do, I am working with the kids on developing their own goals in school and um, those kinds of things. So I definitely think it's, it's important to have goals and to work towards them. Okay, so my next goal is to make all my baked goods by the end of the year to be able to not only make baked goods, because I don't have any doubt that I can bake, well, I know I can bake bread, but that I can bake bread and do all of those things. But it's more of a matter of implementing it into a daily lifestyle. So not just doing it on a whim or, I mean, if I'm doing pizza, if I'm making pizza, I will make my own dough. Um, but it's not really on a rotation. I would love to get this to be like intuitive and more of a scheduled thing that I'm work, that I'm having bread for the week. I'm doing hot dog rolls if we're planning on hot dogs, which is also going to have to, going to require me to do a little bit more meal planning. I can meal plan. Um... I do that on occasion, but then again, I tend to rebel against my meal planning. And if I get too structured with my meal planning, then like I said, I rebel. And then I say, I don't want anything that I already planned. And so it's a, it's a weird cycle, but it's something that I just have to kind of work over. Uh, so yeah, making all the baked goods. I'm going to master sourdough. Once and for all, I will master sourdough. Um, it's not that it's hard and I've had a... a sourdough starter it's just that I tend to kill it or I tend to forget about it and um it's not difficult I know this but it's just something that I tend to have some kind of mental block blocking me from able being able to have um regular sourdough so that is going to change uh and I think that that would be really good not only would that be um really cost effective for us but I also then want to the next step after being able to do all of our baked goods is to invest my goal then is to invest in a um, mill grain and start milling our own grain and you know getting the wheat berries and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of like I'm not I have to do things well it's, I I want to say that I I have to do things kind of slow but that's not true at all because I just kind of jump head first in some things which I think is when I tend to fail like with the sourdough if I don't have if it's more of a long-term thing like that, I, I tend to fail if I'm not more disciplined, I guess. All right, so another goal of mine is to financially prepare for a new home purchase or for some kind of addition on this home. Um, we are, like I said before, quickly outgrowing this house. This is a cute little four square house and it is small and the rooms are small. And I swear that every room has about, is about a foot or two foot smaller than it like actually should be, if that makes any sense. Like there's no returns behind the doors. And while I love this house and it has a lot of character, we are outgrowing it quickly. And something will need to be done in the next couple of years because the kids are small right now. They're small people. But when they start being older and bigger, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have some issues. So I need to, um, we need to focus on that. Some of the ways that we're gonna do that is we're gonna have, I'm sure you guys see this on Instagram and stuff, people doing this, um, but like a no spend January or no spend 
some kind of month. So we're going to be doing a no spend January and a no spend September where we literally don't spend money if we don't have to. Like any purchase is really intentional. And I try to do this anyways. Um, so this is like no takeout, no um, just extra stuff. Grocery bills are going to be really limited if possible. Although I did just earlier today go and do groceries, <laughs> a pretty big trip. But that should set us up for the rest of the month. And then I'm hoping that that will be all. So just being really intentional, I'm hoping those will help doing those little things. Um, so that is our a little bit more of what we're going to focus on. Obviously more in depth than what I'm going to talk about here as far as financially. But um, yeah, financially prepare for a new home purchase. And then another thing that I'm doing, and I thought that this would be um, a good way, it's a good way for me to manage this because I have a lot of things that I want to swap out. Um, so things that I buy typically at the store that I want to swap out for more uh, from scratch or homemade, you know, versions. And I do this a lot anyways, but I really want to ramp it up a bit this year. And so I'm going to be doing monthly focuses on this. So our goal with this monthly swap um, is to not only clean up our diets a little bit, but also, you know, make things more from scratch and be a little bit more self-sufficient. Um, and I'm all about that. And I do that in a lot of different areas, but I'm going to be a little bit more focused. And by doing it by monthly, it allows me to really focus on that because I have a whole laundry list of things I want to do. And if I try to do those, I might be able to do them one off, but I'm not going to be able to implement them daily. So for example, um, in February, I'm going to start in February. In February, I'm doing cleaners, and which I pretty much do anyways. I mean, most of our cleaners are 100% made from scratch. I make them at home with Castile soap and vinegar and baking soda and all that kind of stuff. So, but fe so February, I'm going to really focus on making sure that 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 all my cleaners are 100% or anything I use around the house is from scratch and chemical free. Um, and I'm going to be doing this all over on Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, head over there, follow me, and follow along, and hopefully we can do kind of this thing together. In March, I'm going to be looking at the home beverages my family drinks. So for the kids, it's the juice. I want to figure out, get rid of the juice. For me, it's coffee. Um, not that I'm against coffee. I'm going to eliminate coffee. That's not going to happen. But finding some other kind of more from scratch way, um, healthier, cleaner way of having coffee. So that's going to be home beverages this March. Condiments is April, so um, taking a look at the condiments that I can actually make at home, not purchasing them at the store. Um, I do some of that already, but it's not implemented daily, which is what I'm hoping to do by focusing on them for a month. Let's say I make ketchup, doing that on a regular basis so that I have ketchup on hand. Um, May is going to be uh, baked goods that are like muffins and brownies and those kinds of things. June, um, I'm going to be starting my, my sourdough now, but June, I'm going to really focus on implementing this into um, like a daily uh, bread making, daily bread making, weekly, whatever it looks like, um, schedule. In July, I'm going to be looking at how to make yogurt and other dairy and start taking that stuff away from just being... Um, dependent on store bought stuff. And that's as far as I'm at right now. I'm going to be looking at some more. So I'm going to be doing all of this, covering all of this over on the Instagram. So 
follow me on Instagram if you're interested in that. I think it's going to be um, a lot of fun and it's going to make a big impact, I believe. So, all right. The last one I'm going to focus on is kids chores. So my oldest is six and then I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old and a one-year-old and one on the way. So they're still little, but my six and my five-year-old can absolutely be doing more chores than I am currently having them do. Um, for example, the chickens, I got in a bad habit of just waking up in the morning, try, trying to go do the chickens before they even got up because it was easier for me to just get that done. And then I was in the house and then I didn't have to worry about running back out and getting the kids bundled up to go out there. And then I just realized this is just not doing them any good. It's a disservice to them to not have them come out with me. And not only that, but they started asking me to come out with, right? They started asking, can I go out and do the chickens or in the evenings? And so it, I have to, this is my own issue that I'm working through of actually getting all of them bundled up and out the door to do the chickens. My goal is that by the time the baby comes in a couple months, they can do the chickens by themselves. It's really not hard. It's taking, filling up a feed bucket, taking it out, filling up the food, filling up the water, checking for eggs, making sure all the gates are shut. That's it, it's not crazy. We only have 13, uh, so it's not um, an outrageous amount of work. And it's something that they, at their age, can certainly do. So um, I'm also just, I am learning to relinquish control of some things, having them help in the kitchen, um, having them, I mean, if I can take ownership of allowing them to help and finding ways for them to be involved, it uh, helps all of us, and I don't want them to be resentful of me not, you know, wanting to get in the kitchen and help me, but me always saying no. At some point, they're not going to ask anymore, and that's probably when I'm going to want them to come help. So I'm going to nurture this, and it's a lot easier said than done. Um, if you can relate, let me know because, uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at with that. But that's another focus. So those are our focuses. Maybe they're not goals. And I know with goals, you actually have to have some kind of measurable aspect to it. So like, okay, I'm going to have the kids do five, whatever it is, you know, five chores. And these are the chores I'm going to do. But to me, it's just, these are my focuses. These are my, what I'm trying to be more intentional with this year. So I would love to hear your goals, post them over on the Instagram um, with comments or whatever, and, or email me, let me know what your goals are this year. If you have any garden goals, if you have any homestead goals, kitchen goals, any new skills you're trying to learn, I would love to learn more about you and what um, you're focused on this, this year. So uh, I will see you in the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year. The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available and you can grab it for free at www.savemyveggies.com. If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. 
This guide also includes a month-by-month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high-quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at winging it on the homestead.com.